Welcome and thank you for joining us for this episode of Ganado Meets, where Ganado team members meet sector leaders to discuss topics of interest. I am Leonard Bonello, partner at Ganado's banking and fintech team. And for today's session of Ganado Meets Finance, I am very grateful to have with me at our studio, David Faruja, Visa's country manager for Malta. David, first of all, thank you for making time to chat with us today. You are now approaching five years as Visa's country manager. For those in the industry who do not know you, if any at all, can you please describe what your role entails? So, as you're aware, Visa is very active in the market. Um, there's a number of financial institutions and banks that operate in the market. Um, my role, together with my team in Malta, we have grown now to, to, to a team of five in Malta. Um, we, we basically assist, we help these principal members of Visa, be it issuers, those that actually produce the plastics with a Visa logo on them, or be it the acquirers, those banks that uh, help merchants accept those cards with a Visa logo on them. And together we work hard, we find new opportunities, um, we try and, and create a strategy in Malta to continue digitizing payments. And what we do is, in a nutshell, we try and help um, everyone move money around, in, in, in a few words. The cardholder would not really know and understand what's happening for them, it's just tap and go, right? But behind the scenes, there's a very complex mechanism operating, and we're there to support that ecosystem and make sure that you just tap and go. So thank you for making it easy for us to pay, and especially we've experienced this during COVID. How did you get involved in the payments industry, Dave? <laughs> so my first, my first employment, I was responsible for implementing a, a, a transport ticketing system on the old colorful buses. <laughs> not the very colorful, so not the different colors. I'm not that old. Um, but, but I remember they were orange, yellow, orange buses. And we had installed the ticketing system. And part of it was payments linked to that ticketing system. And I remember in different main hubs, there were machines where you could put coins in and, and, and get, um, get your ticket to use on board. Or else you pay cash to the driver and he gives you a ticket. Or use these, what nowadays we call closed loop cards. And it was very clear how complex it is to, to handle cash, um, collecting cash from these vending machines. And it was, it was an eye-opener at, at the time. So, so yes, you know, fast forward, I moved to work uh, with, a, um, with, with a company that does a, produce a card management system. And there I was introduced to, to um, the complex world of card payments, um, where working with the schemes was seen as something uh, that everyone wanted to do, understanding what's happening. And, and, and now I'm lucky enough to be working uh, in, in this industry. Uh, here in Malta, helping supporting the, the, the local uh, economy. So what, uh, what happened is uh, at one point uh, I, I basically was approached by Visa and, and I joined the team. Um, and what they say, the rest is history, right? So, and we're here today. So it's been quite a long journey, I think it's spanning around 15 years, more over, or less? Over 15, over 15 years, years, over 15 years. And what's interesting with Visa is that wherever you work, you're working in a global environment. Um, money moves around the world. Um, and that's what Visa does, in fact. Visa is not just uh, 
moving money. At the end of the day, it's connecting two players in different parts of the world um, with with different backgrounds, with different ideas, and somehow making it work. Defeating geographical barriers, I would say. As well, yes, yes. So over this 15 years plus, <laughs> I was trying to minimize it, uh, 15 years plus you have in the industry. How have you seen this developed? I mean, 15 years ago, the concept of a payment institution or an electronic money institution was still in its infancy. Nowadays, they've grown into major, major players. So how have, how have, what's your outlook? How have you seen this grow? So if we look back 15 years ago, uh, our mobile phones, I think, barely had data, if they had any data on them. I, th- I think we're looking at 2006, 2007, so we have pro- probably just... Just, just started. So smartphones were in, in their infancy, literally. Exactly, exactly. And back then, even e-commerce had already started, but it, it was, it, I would say it was very small at the time. In Malta, uh, financial institutions started appearing. Um, we, uh, we all kind of contributed uh, because we all took part in that. We can say that uh, e- e-commerce today is a pillar in the payments industry and, and in the economy, I would say, because everything happens through e-commerce. Um, your, your mobile phone back then was a means of communicating with someone, and now, now it replaces your wallet. So what we did, for example, in Malta, we've, um, we've helped uh, with the introduction of contactless, uh, with the introduction of uh, new, new devices to accept payments, buses, for example, accept, accept visa cards. And there's also mobile payments um, through what we call tokenization, which is a way of encrypting your card number into what we call a credential that is stored on as many devices as you want. And nobody can actually know your card number if they steal your device. So over 15 years, <laughs> a lot has happened. And, and what comes to mind are these, these, these studies and these quotes where everything's happening exponentially, change is constantly happening. And where does it end? Well, I don't have that answer. But um, I think even in the payment space, the same thing has happened. And I'm sure there's more to come. And, and, and Visa's participating in that. I mean, Visa... Uh, wants wants to be a key player in, in, in this industry. It is a key player, but wants to continue improving the industry. I mean, if we mention internally, we keep mentioning terms like frictionless payments, for example, uh, which, which is a key item, uh, both on e-commerce, both on card present. Um, so, so Visa is a network of professionals in, in different areas. Uh, that came from, from the past when we started. And today, you know, we're continuing growing, we're continuing to reshape and, and, and change the payments world. So, David, you mentioned tokenization, which to a degree might actually start replacing the physical plastic cards we're so used to having in our wallets. Um, uh, what other initiatives are there in linked to ESG, um, which Visa is currently embracing? So, so Visa is increasing attention for sustainability. Um, as, as you mentioned, Nowadays, you don't actually need uh, an actual plastic. You can have your card tokenized on your phone, on your watch, and any other device that accepts uh, a Visa token. So there's already a move uh, away from, from physical plastic into, into tokens. All said, uh, Visa is still uh, at the forefront in, in, in this uh, area and uh, is looking for green initiatives. So. Actually, an issuer in Malta is already uh, issuing plastics made from recycled plastic and can be recycled again. There are products uh, which are more eco-friendly than that. So 
visa visas helping in in this area also providing applications to our to our uh, principal members to help uh, calculate carbon carbon offsets help also uh, in the uh, in planting trees so so there is there is more and more uh, initiatives and visa has come up with this visa, visa eco benefits program that is is at the forefront in trying to help also on the, on this area. If you had to give a snapshot of the industry today, um, how would you describe the industry this, at this particular point in time? As I, as I said earlier, um, Visa has evolved. So the world has evolved as well. <laughs> and, and Visa has, has evolved to match that. So in Visa, we have a team of experts, uh, be it uh, payments, uh, be, it, be it crypto. Uh, today as well. So if, if we look ahead, um, we can see that Visa is interested to implement, um, bridge the, the, the world basically between fiat currencies and, 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 and non-fiat currencies. Uh, they are trying to, we actually, we are trying to uh, implement new solutions. For example, there's talk about uh, USDC becoming a settlement currency. Um, USDC being, being a cryptocurrency that's pegged against the US dollar. So um, there, there's a lot that happens um, that will happen in the future, and we are there to do it. All said, to be honest, uh, we still have uh, we still have a lot uh, to do because, I mean, when you see numbers, um, there's there's a, a lot of people who are unbanked around the world, and and we believe that cards is a way to help them uh, and support them in their banking needs. I, mean, I can tell you, 1.7 billion individuals around the world are unbanked today in today's day and age so we want to help we want to help uh, everyone around us um, and what we want to see is a, a seamless journey right so you want to go out with your mobile phone and be able to pay around the world right um, in malta we've done a lot around this uh, i know we, in the previous question you asked me about about the history um, but going forward, there's new opportunities that we study, uh, we discuss uh, with with different stakeholders in the market, and we see how we how we can help how we can help out. David, as a key player of the industry, what are the main trends that Visa is seeing in the payments digitization process? We can say that in Europe, four out of every five transactions are now contactless on card present transactions. Uh, what we're saying, eighty percent over here of the transactions, and and the trend is increasing. Um, Again, e-commerce. We mentioned e-commerce earlier. It's growing at double digit, uh, at double digit. So, uh, year on year, we're seeing uh, the economy shift. Um, and and we, again, as I said, we're here to support it. We're here to put solutions. So, for example, uh, we're seeing commercial entities adopting more digital payment forms of payment. Um, we're there to help SMEs with with commercial cards, with commercial solutions. Um, we have implemented a number of, of technologies on the ground. You can see vending machines with, with uh, contactless uh, acceptance. Uh, we've seen public buses. You can go tap and go. So it's been quite a journey from implementing the coin-based ticketing system correct, to going correct. to a vending machine and using correct. your card for a 90, 99 cents purchase. Correct, correct. And I believe as well, even in Malta um, with, uh, with, with merchants, they're, they're starting to understand more the need to accept card payments uh, and the benefits it brings because there are a lot of benefits even to the, to the merchant in terms of reconciliation, settlement, 
uh, etc. So, David, you've given us a 15-year-plus outlook at the historical build-up to this. We've had a current snapshot and the impact of recent events, such as the pandemic. What is your outlook for the future now? How do you think that the payments industry will evolve in the coming years? As I said earlier, Visa is always at the center of, of innovation. Um, the, the payments industry is, is one of the most competitive and dynamic industries. It will continue being so. Um, we, we have a team of people that will always uh, try and innovate uh, the industry. They will always try to put forward new technologies. Um, as stated earlier, there's crypto, and who knows what in two or three years, uh, new technologies uh, will, will be available. Um, I mean, you maybe can tell me, I mean, when was the word fintech first used? I, w- I wouldn't say longer than 10 years, 15. Well, I, uh, I, would, I would probably link it to the birth of PayPal, because that's yes. when, it, when it started creating. Okay. And you'd be surprised to actually know that that's 20 years plus. <laughs> but that's showing our age. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> very true, very true. So, again, Visa operates around trust. So, as long as we, we kind of uh, invest and continue building uh, an open network built on trust uh, with all, all, the, all the stakeholders involved, which includes the cardholder, um, we will continue to evolve and we will continue to be able to service this industry. That is how I would conclude that. Thank you, David. It's been a great pleasure having you with us here today. And thank you also to all of the listeners who have made it to this point of the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes of Ganado Meets. Thank you.